0: Welcome to the Relationship Diversity Podcast, where we celebrate, question, and explore all aspects of relationship structure diversity, from solaramory to monogamy to polyamory and everything in between, because every relationship is as unique as you are. We'll bust through societal programming to break open and dissect everything we thought we knew about relationships, to ask the challenging but transformational questions, who am I, And what do I really want in my relationships? I'm your guide, Carrie Jaroslow, best selling author, speaker, intuitive, and coach. Join me as we reimagine all that our most intimate relationships can become. When I was a little girl, I loved performing. I started dancing when I was four years old. And then began acting in elementary school plays on the tiny stage in my school's all-purpose room. This progressed to community theater productions where everyone who auditioned got in, at least a part in the chorus. It was a low-stake audition process. Just show up, say your name, sing happy birthday, and you got a part. After several stints in the chorus, I graduated to a featured role as one of Annie Oakley's siblings in the community theater production of Annie Get Your Gun. I had dozens of lines and solos throughout the two and a half hour production and loved every minute of it. A local dinner theater director came to see the production because she was planning on producing the same musical later in the year. She intentionally sought out my mom and me and found us after the show. She said, I thought you did a great job. I'd love for you to audition for my production if you're interested. (laughs) Interested was an understatement. I was elated. This was professional theater and I would get paid to perform. It was also a four month performance schedule in addition to the two month rehearsal period and all paid. I told her I would love to audition and she gave me a date and time to be at the theater. Now, to set the scene for this time in my life, I was 12 years old. It had just come to light that my parents were getting divorced due to my father's infidelity. My house had gone from seemingly peaceful and supportive to unstable and unpredictable. Theater was my escape. It was a place I found friends who I enjoyed being around. And it was all fun. I loved singing, dancing, and acting. There was no other place I'd rather be. My mom agreed to explore this professional theatrical opportunity. It would require a lot of her. The theater was a 40-minute drive from our house. The show would be double-casted for the kids, meaning there would be two different casts. So I would be doing about three to four shows a week. The day of the big audition came, and we got in the car for the long drive. About 10 minutes into it, I began to get really scared. My body literally started shaking at the thought of this professional audition in front of a professional director at a professional paying theater. I told my mom that I didn't think I could do it. I was just too nervous. She said to me, I'll do whatever you want. I'll turn around if you want me to. I took a deep breath, allowing my nerves to settle for just a minute. And I said, no, I want you to keep going. I was terrified as I auditioned for that show, but I did it. It was my choice and it paid off. I got the part. And this started a multi-year relationship with a director who I credit as my inspiration for wanting to become a director myself. She invited me to her performing arts school and upon finding out about what was going on in my life, gave me a full scholarship. She was instrumental in helping me survive during those tumultuous teenage years. I reflect on that moment, that that moment in the car driving to the audition. I reflect on that a lot because I think it was pivotal. It was a pivotal one for me. This is the moment where my mom gave me the choice and empowered me to make my own decision. It served me by teaching me how to move through the fear in times where I feel overwhelmed by the emotion. And I'm a pretty emotional person and always have been. It was a moment in my childhood where I learned about my strength and my ability to persevere. I'm sharing this story with you because in this episode, I want to explore the idea of taking some time to celebrate the moments where our childhood helped us become who we are today in a good way, as well as our happy, joyful memories. I think we're wired to focus on the negative. On all the things that went wrong, all the troubles we had, all the upsets, all the trauma, all the abuse, all the challenges. Now, I'm never one to sweep those things under the rug, ignoring the need for healing. And I think it's important to take some time to identify the positive aspects or good memories we have. Focusing on these things will help to shift our mood and our energy. To explain what I mean by shifting our energy, try this. Take a moment and bring to mind one happy memory from your childhood. It could be big or small. It could be a summer you spent at a camp or a job where you made good friends and felt a sense of community. It could be one afternoon you spent with your grandparent. It could be swinging on a swing and the freedom you felt. Everyone no matter how bad your childhood was, will have at least a five-minute happy memory. And many times when we start to focus on that one memory, other happy memories we may have pushed away come back into our mind. So if you're in a safe space to do so, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and bring that memory into your mind and body. Feel the sensations in your body, the feelings that the memory brings up. Play through the memory in your mind as thoroughly as possible. And if possible, identify the feeling that goes along with the memory. When you've gotten to the end, take a deep breath and open your eyes for five seconds. Then close your eyes again and bring up a challenging memory, one where you struggled. Again, it doesn't have to be big. It can be a short one-minute memory. Bring your attention to your body and where you feel it and how it feels. For most people, when I lead them through this exercise, the challenging memory feels heavy in their body and the happy memory feels light and buoyant. When we milk the happy memory for all it's worth, it begins to shift our energy. We start retraining our mind to look for the moments that feel joyful, exciting, and inspiring to us instead of constantly focusing on the moments that are full of fear, anxiety, anger, and confusion. Have you ever heard the idea that where focus goes, energy flows? What this means quite simply is that where you put your attention will lead to more of the same thing. If you're constantly looking at what's wrong in your life, you'll see more of what's wrong than what's right. If you're focused on the same kind of relationship that always plays out in the same way, or you're resisting that kind of experience by saying things like, I really hope the same thing doesn't happen again, then your energy is flowing right to the same experience. This is how we begin to shift our relationship experience and very possibly our life experience. To continue with this exercise and bring it into a daily practice, try these steps. Step one, make a list of happy moments from your childhood. You don't need to go into these moments too much yet. Just a list is perfect now. Or you can even write about the moments where you really learned something so important and how much it helped your life, similar to the story I told at the beginning of this episode. So write these memories down on a separate sheet of paper that you can add to when other memories surface. For example, it could look like this. Going to get ice cream with my aunt and cousin. That one dinner where my family laughed together at a joke. My softball coach telling me that I made a great catch and how that helped my confidence. Roller skating with my best friend. The one vacation with my parents when we went to the beach and we all seemed to get along and have fun. Seeing that cute boy walk down the hallway and him genuinely smiling at me. My childhood dog who always licked my face. So whatever comes to mind, write it down. And it's also really okay if you only have one or two memories. Now next, choose a time of day where you can carve out two minutes to sit in contemplation and quiet. It could be morning or nighttime. When my kids were small and I had very little privacy, I would grab that one or two minutes in the shower or in the bathroom. And step two, set a timer for two minutes, take an inhale, and as you exhale, bring one of those memories to mind and see how in-depth you can remember it. Turn the ends of your mouth upward in a smile and breathe into the specifics of the memory. If the timer goes off and it feels good and you want to keep going, keep going. Make a commitment to do this practice once every day for one week. Set a happy memory reminder on your phone or put a sticky on your bathroom mirror to remind yourself to do this once a day or more. I like to put a reminder message on my phone that says, you are worthy of joy, along with the reminder to do the exercise. This helps me when I feel like I don't have the time or I'm feeling resistance. This is the kind of exercise that creates momentum in your body, mind, and spirit, and starts to recode your subconscious from always looking for the negative to embracing and attracting the positive. Don't believe it? Try it for seven days and then 30 days, and let me know how it goes. Healing takes consciousness commitment, and a belief that you are worthy of it. Show up for yourself. Show up because you want a different experience in the world. Show up because you're worth it. And remember to stay curious. Thanks so much for listening to the Relationship Diversity Podcast. Want to learn more about relationship diversity? I've got a free guide I'd love to send you go to www.RelationshipDiversityPodcast.com to get your sent right to you. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. You being here and participating in the conversation about relationship diversity is what helps us create a space of inclusivity and acceptance together. The more comfortable and normal it is to acknowledge the vast and varied relating we all do, the faster we'll shift to a paradigm of conscious, intentional, and diverse relationships. New episodes are released every Thursday. Stay connected with me through my website, kerryjarraslow.com, Instagram, or TikTok. Stay curious. Every relationship is as unique as you are. Are you feeling stuck or unfulfilled in your intimate relationship? Do all your relationships end in the same way? Do you feel like you've lost the spark in your current relationship? Can you never even find one person who you want to explore a relationship with? If you answered yes to any of those questions, are sick and tired of feeling like a failure in your relationships, and desperately desire a different experience, then my 8-week Deep Reprogramming Intensive may be the answer for you. In this program, I work individually with you for eight transformative weeks. We'll identify the subconscious programming that's keeping you stuck and shift it to a new affirming belief systems. We go deep. We get real. We get results. This is healing unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Here's what people are saying. Jordan from North Carolina said, more has shifted in eight weeks of working with Carrie than 10 years of psychotherapy. Jane from Sanford, North Carolina said, it's honestly changed my life. And Cassie from Santa Barbara, California said, Carrie's laser precision in helping me diagnose where the stuck energy was helped me make positive movement in our first session alone absolutely transformational. I love being a guide and witness to these courageous people who claim that they were done with their past experiences and ready for something different. I'm opening a limited number of spots for 2023 and would love to help you permanently transform your relationship experience. To set up a free 30-minute clarity call where I'll help you uncover your number one block to fulfilling relationships, connect with me through the link in the show notes. You are worthy of experiencing deep fulfillment and love in your relationships. This intensive work will help you get there.